0: All right. Good morning and good evening, to all our listeners. Uh, this is Home Bulling with Tom Wiley. I'm Griffin Rogers, and we got a special guest today. Um, you want to tell the people your name?
1: I'm Zach Cummings, UFC Zach, middleweight.
0: Zach, uh, you said you're UFC middleweight. What else? Uh, what else do you do? Tell the people.
1: Oh, a little bit of everything. So I yeah, fight professionally. I, I own and uh, coach one of the the Glory MMA and fitness gyms, and also uh, promote fights with Apex FC.
0: That's yes. nice. So before we came here, Griffin told me you actually um, are a owner of Apex FC. Is that true?
1: Uh, I am the owner. Yeah, the owner. The, yes. Yeah, <laughs> well, the, the, the primary. owner. <laughs> I was gonna owner. say me, but just, <laughs> yeah. just make no, it no, sure. yeah, no, yeah I'm just the, the primary sure. owner for sure.
0: Yeah how is um, how has that experience been? Kind of owning like you know the fight the fighting championship, the company as a whole, and promoting you know, running
1: it. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a whole nother beast for sure. You know, I mean, like obviously, I I see things started off as an athlete and and dealing with stuff there, and then open a gym coaching running a gym and, and and coaching fighters and then uh I've I've dabbled in promoting you know I've I've done a little bit here and there and and stuff and with when covid kind of started everything all these other smaller promotions shut down and I needed I needed my guys to fight you know we we have one really good promotion in Kansas City uh FAC and it was one of those where uh, they got a fight pass deal they have to have six pro fights and stuff so like some of these lower uh, pro guys can't really get approved with fight pass they only have so many amateur spots so like had to had to figure something out as either travel to some other places or start my own company okay. so yeah me and jw kind of got together and figured hey let's let's do this you know i knew he had he was doing stuff before and there were some things i think that i could uh benefit with uh you know the things he was doing and kind of bring a little more legitimacy to it with uh with my name and, and the brand and, and everything there. So, yeah, it's been, it's been fun so far. Yeah.
0: Nice. So what is the what is the story behind the company then? Like, was it just, you know, you were in a bar, wrote it down on a napkin type thing, or was it more planned out?
1: Uh, a little more planned. You know, I, I try to be more planned somewhat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it was, uh, you know, I I was part of another promotion before, and then I kind of chose to to back away and stuff and then just kind of focus on, other things that I was doing and then I uh yeah like I said there, there was a need there's a need for it and then uh I actually so JW had a cage and I ended up buying the cage from him which I thought about putting in the gym at some point so I had that and then I had another cage that I was building for another promotion that I was going to use and then uh yeah I don't know I just needed needed place for fights and then me and jw JW kind of talked and he was like man like you know i've I've done this for a while and i I kind of know a lot of stuff and the stuff that he was good at i needed help with a lot of the the graphic design and uh some of the the other things of that aspect and then you know the more organizational stuff is, is what i i thrive at and stuff so it just kind of worked out of the stuff he needed i had the stuff i needed he had and uh we just kind of said, Hey, let's try this. And we, we did a show, our first show out in in Lawrence and it did really well, um, for the show. And then we kind of, you know, I I reached out some of the contacts I had and brought us in High V arena, pretty, probably a little too fast, but it was, (laughs) uh, you know, it it was good. It kind of forced us to get our stuff together quickly and immediately saw that we had a, a very good opportunity for a good production show, uh, to build on. And, you know, we're still doing that. You know, we're only like what four shows in. We're we're getting ready to, to do our fifth, and and honestly, we're doing some other partnerships. Where I've got a show in Springfield I'm working on as well. So, uh, stuff could change, but it's one of those where it's starting. It's still the start, basically. You know, like you know, we started we started Apex. You know, we started getting those shows in already in a in, a, in an arena type feel place with Hyve Arena. And then now kind of working with some other companies in Springfield, and there could be a, a much larger thing that come out of this. So I it, it's still very much of a newborn and a baby, and um, I'm kind of excited to see where all this can venture out to. Okay, oh,
2: cool.
0: cool. cool.
2: How did you take – because all of the Apex shows and before that, JW shows were all in Kansas. How did you take going to Missouri and dealing with their sports commissions and
1: all of that? <laughs> their uh, – both. So, like, I I feel like both commissions have stuff that I like about them and things I don't like about them. Like, if we could, like, get those commissions to, like, get together and make a baby, Because we, I know we'd be we good to go,
2: right? <laughs> I know yeah. on topology, you know, there's a category for Kansas and Missouri. Yeah. And so I, that's what I kind of thought was weird is they have a category, but they're not in the same commission
1: yeah, I don't really know why they do that um maybe because so many shows in the Kansas City is like is on the line where a lot of stuff, a lot of these fighters fight on both sides, so they just kind of put mm-hmm. them in for one ranking I'm, okay. that's a topology thing I'm really not sure, yeah, it's not in the commission at all each uh that's a it's a state held position mm-hmm. um so yeah they're they're all they separate things, so I really like uh some of the freedom that you get with the Kansas side, and I really like the organizational side that you get with Missouri. Okay. So they're uh, – like I said, they they both have things that, that benefit them, but uh, more of it's venues. Like venues are hard to find. Can Like obviously I want to stay in Kansas City. So the, the Kansas side of Kansas City, there's just not – there's not much. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have uh, – Besides small ballrooms and stuff like that, you don't have much, like, nice arenas and, and nice venues. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of the main reason. You know, we, we, we did the small show over in, in Lawrence, and, and that's that's a cool little venue. It's a little half-outdoor covered thing. But, you know, for a small show, it was a great starting place. I wouldn't mind going back there, but, you know, it's it's open air. So, like,
2: Rain, late you're... spring,
1: early fall is fine. Like, you don't want to be in the heat of the summer. You don't want to be when it's really cold. So you're limited yeah. on timing, right? So yeah uh that's that's kind of a bad thing and then yeah and then we moved over and and got the high the heavy arena deal done and stuff and that's on the missouri side right on the on the edge but there's just not much on the kansas side which which makes it harder you know because i mean you can do some more fun stuff like i mean they kind of allow more like the bare knuckle boxing and a lot of this different stuff that if you want to to promote a little bit differently you you can do that in kansas which missouri is a little more limited but uh they're also great and real easy to deal with too so it's uh yeah it's just kind of two different beasts that you're that you're dealing with but um mainly probably venue is is the main answer of why we're in missouri right now okay okay. tell you truth honestly
0: um pivoting off that uh we know you're you know mma ufc fighter we know you fought in the ultimate fighter um we found online that your amateur record was six and oh and we found an interview where you're talking about you know traveling across missouri going to people's hometowns and fighting them um what was that experience like for you
1: yeah, I mean starting off, yeah, god man, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> right uh, old. So there wasn't very many local promotions. Like oh. I started in Springfield, like MMA was uh a much bigger in St. Louis and, and uh Iowa, like Des Moines and and Kansas City. So there was uh, a much larger promotions and, and stuff and just a scene up here. It was just kind of getting started in Springfield, you know. Yeah. So there was some people trying to kind of get some promotions to do a couple of shows, but it was just kind of getting going right when I started. Mm-hmm. So I had a couple of local shows, but you know, for me to get a fight, I typically had to make that trip, you know, so I either had to go to someone's backyard. Um, and most of my beginning of my pro fights were the same way, you know? So, uh, yeah, I came from a wrestling background and, and just athletics and competition. So like, it was nothing for me to travel and, and do that you know most people wanted to fight in their own hometown and get a opponent kind of handpicked for them and you know make sure they had a not an easy win just make sure they They had you know just make sure they had a favorable matchup right (laughs) and for me it was like they're bringing me in to fight a hometown guy that's selling tickets and you know kind of expecting me to lose and just luckily I never did. I do So <laughs> yeah. I I thrived on that. I really like going into a hometown and not like be the bad guy, I would just expect to lose and be the underdog and then try to, you know, show show people that, you know, I'm not about that life and yeah. and it, it was kinda nice, I started getting fans, you know, all over the place. You know, I'd go to Can- or to to Kansas City and I fought and, and did well. I was in uh like Columbia and stuff like that. I went to Des Moines uh just kinda travel a little bit all over the place and and stuff but you know and then again it's then it got to a point where I would have liked to have had a lot more than six amateur fights, but then I kinda got to a point where like, hey, you know, it's gonna start getting really hard to get fights mm-hmm. because, you know, you get a few in and they realize that, I mean, I'm not I'm not getting out the first round and uh they're seeing there's a lot more of a danger factor there. So then I had to go pro and then it all kinda started over again where, you know, I'm I had a couple of local fights but then had to go, you know, traveling to Other guys' hometowns and stuff, and try to get beat up, which I had to, you know, make sure I stopped. So
0: yeah. Regarding regarding going pro, what was the process you had to take to get there?
1: Back then was much. There wasn't much of anything. Like it was a phone call. I mean, so uh, Missouri, like, so when I started amateur pro MMA wasn't a thing yet in Missouri. So it was one of those where you know, every fight was, like, you could be a pro, you could be an amateur, but, like, you're not getting paid. so it went, it was just it They were all amateur much fights much. and yeah. stuff. So, but it was, as soon as pro came in, like, it was all those same guys that basically went pro and, and everything. So now it's a little bit different. Now I think uh, every state's different, but Missouri, I think you have to have six fights with a, a winning record. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, which I would have made, you know, <laughs> I, I, I would have so done that. Yeah, but but before, like, was. anybody could, could just fight, you know, mm-hmm. like, you could go pro. So it was basically you know as soon as you go pro and you take that you know you take the paycheck and you and you get your pro license there's no going back and like that six and a rec- six and a record i had basically just disappears mm. so once you go pro if i lost my first couple of fights like i'm an 0 two fighter you know uh so that's what's like using the amateur to get experience and stuff which with my guys i try to get them a lot more of and and uh, make sure that, like they get some tough fights as an amateur so they see that. So, when they go pro, they're ready for it. Not just pad their record, and then they get a tough fight as a, as a pro, and then all of a sudden, so then they just that get that out. yeah, that loss basically yeah, sticks yeah. with them, and it doesn't matter what they did. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was just I remember I got my I got a call on Thursday on Thanksgiving, mm. whatever that was, two thousand seven. was a while ago. Two thousand seven, <laughs> I think. 2006. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Decade. I don't know. It has been a while. So uh, yeah, I, I was, which between wrestling. And all this stuff. And then some of the fighting I had, oh yeah. So between wrestling, I was always cutting weight. I never really had got to, to celebrate Thanksgiving ever. Mm-hmm. This was like the first year that I was like, cool, man, I'll have a fight. Like my family's here. I get to actually like eat food and <laughs> celebrate Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then my coach calls me. He's like, hey, do you want to go to St. or to Kansas City on, uh, I guess it was that weekend, that Saturday. So in two days or yeah. So I had to be there in two days uh, and, a, and make my pro debut.
0: Huh? This was for a fight? This was or for was
1: my this? pro debut. Okay. So, yeah, it called me on Thursday. The fight <laughs> was on Saturday. And it was, it was up a weight class at 205. And it was against another amateur who was making his pro, de- to, uh, pro debut. But he was the number one ranked amateur in the nation. Oh. oh. Uh,
0: You got to tell us that story. How'd
1: yeah. that go? Uh, it was good. Well, I got sick. Really sick. Mm-hmm. My family's begging me to pull out of the fight. I didn't do it. So, I absolutely dominated the fight. I just couldn't finish him. So, like, I go from... I don't know if I made... I think I made it out of the second round or into the second round once as an amateur. And then I finished the guy really really quick in the second round. So, like, I never even got out of a pro first round. And then my first pro fight, I had to go through round decision, which is terrible. But, I mean, I absolutely dominated, dominated the fight. I just couldn't couldn't finish. I just didn't have the energy. I was dying and stuff. So, I probably... I don't know what happened. I just should have... I don't know. But, you know, fought through it and got the win. I just couldn't... Uh, I didn't have the energy and, and the power to finish. But, yeah, I just absolutely... I mean, I... It wasn't even close. It really wasn't even, like, competitive. Yeah. I just didn't have anything in me to, to finish the fight. I just kind of controlled the whole thing.
2: But, yeah. Yeah. We get yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, let's going see. off of your young adolescent fighter-ness, um, I watched you in The Ultimate Fighter. I remember there was the f- first season that I fully watched all the way through as a child. As a young I was young. As a, as a, as as a young young. child, as a all child. Right, as a child. All right, all right. I I remember thoroughly. <laughs> and Adams fights on the first episode, back to back, and they were both fast knockouts.
1: Adams a submission armbar.
2: yeah, armbar. That's yeah. correct. My bad. Yeah,
1: he got. It's been a while. Come on, come It's yeah. been, it's on, been a while.
0: And I remember, remember like it was yesterday. He <laughs> <laughs> goes, "Well, it was actually."
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and uh, I remember like looking up to all of the guys on The Ultimate Fighter, and you're obviously one of them. How does your fan base keep you going?
1: Uh, I mean...
0: Or do they even play
1: a factor? They, they do. They, they for sure do. I mean, like, I, I wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for fans, right? I mean, if, if people didn't care to watch this stuff, I wouldn't have a job, right? Um, so, no, it, it obviously is very... And I could be... And honestly, I think my fighting style changed because of my fans. You know, like, before, when I did, you know, I was very new and stuff. I mean I just kinda of, I relied on my wrestling background, just took people down, like got the fight over with and, and stuff and You now, controlled it a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, like, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I controlled. Yeah, Zach attack. Yeah. Absolutely, right. <laughs> but uh yeah, then I started finding out I have a lot of power in my hands and, and I have a lot more fun kinda of standing and striking and I and I think fans enjoy watching more, you know, two guys stand there and just kinda of like, you know, cracking each other and, and trying to find knockouts and stuff and, and trying to finish the fight. So i think over time my fight style actually changed somewhat because of the fans you know obviously i'm a very competitive person you know natured already so like that is just the true drive it's the reason i got into this stuff but uh but yeah i mean i've always i don't just want to like sit there and take somebody down and just kind of like end it and and be boring you know I want them to kind of be on the edge of their seats knowing that like anytime I throw or land a punch like the fight could be over or like or drastically change the edge of the fight where you know then they're shooting and I can finish it with a submission so
2: yeah
1: uh, yeah, I was just yeah I don't know it's and I don't know and there's one of those where I've always wanted to be real you know I've I've honestly had this conversation with people I had this conversation with them myself where you know like the, the Conor McGregors and all these people started coming in and kind of putting on this persona and stuff and, and I had to like have a serious thought about it. I was like man like okay do I do I try to create a character and try to do this stuff to become bigger and like a, a bigger name and and push myself or do I just have to be like true to myself and like if we're having this conversation but then the, we stop recording and we're having the same the yeah. conversation. I want to be the same person. Yeah, I yeah. want the same person. If you see me talking on TV or listen to this and then you know, my daughter sees that, she knows it's, it's the real personage for me. So, like, I had to come with that and, and be – I had to be okay with, like, I might not get to super stardom thing because I'm not playing that character, but it, it's me at the end of the day and stuff. So, it's – I mean, like, I of my fans just kind of, like, be a fan of me because it's really me and not for some fake character that I, I put on. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. What are your thoughts on these younger guys that do come in? They Kind of put on these personas like the. I mean, I don't know if you've heard of Sean O'Malley with the you know, rainbow hair. Of course, hair I know Sean, yeah, he's, he's, he's good, but he's got like this weird you know, this rainbow hair going on. What, what do you think of these young guys that come in and try and you know, kind of be you know, like you said, this character? It's good,
1: it's it's good. The uh, this the sport is evolving, mm-hmm. right? It, it's evolved tremendously since I started, uh, it's evolved a ton since I've been in the UFC alone. Right. So it's, it's a fight game, but it's entertainment business, you know, and you've got to, you've got to have something. Right. And again, it was one of those where like, I was on the, I was on the edge of, okay, do I try? Like, I've already put myself out there as this, if I change, it's going to be completely obvious. Yeah. Right. Kind of like look at Colby, Mm -hmm. right? Colby went from really quiet, just boring fighter, phenomenal fighter. Really good fighter. He's good. Boring as shit. Now he's all right? over the place. Now <laughs> he's yeah, much yeah. He's much better, right? But, and then he all of a sudden, like, intensifies this personality and, you know, he's the biggest jackass ever. But he can fight his ass off. Like, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of him fighting, right? But, like, it was an obvious change of, like, this is not the same person and it's yeah. obviously fake. But, I don't know, some people just love to hate it or whatever, you know. But, so, like, I couldn't – it was going to have to be – that for me it was gonna have to be like okay we know this this is what he's been for years if i tried to make that extreme jump like it's going to be a very obvious extreme jump and i wasn't willing to do that right but now these kids coming in uh i don't think it has to be a completely fake character but i think just putting yourself out there a little bit more right Mm -hmm. amplifying your true self a little bit more uh there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's good. You, know, you Well,
0: it draws in fans.
1: Too. Yeah, it draws yeah, in it draws fans. fans. And now with all the social media and all these different things oh where, gosh, yeah. you know, you get paid from fighting. But, man, you got these the, – the Twitch stuff, all the TikTok. Like, anything where you get these bigger fan base and you can get paid from these other routes. Like, you truly yeah. need to build that character – or not character, but just need to build yourself up in your fan base uh, fully abroad and not just related to, to straight fighting.
2: Like Megan yeah. Anderson.
1: Megan with Twitch. Th- Phenomenal, right? She's what working
2: on a movie now.
1: Yeah, she yeah, she's yeah she's yeah, in a she's crazy. in a very large movie that she's working on. You know, she makes good monthly income, like just playing video games with Twitch yeah. and stuff. Like, exactly. I mean, she she's a good fighter and did that, but not only does she have to rely on only fighting if she wants to quit fighting and retire from that at a younger age. You know, she really went in that sport for a real long time because she had all the military stuff and everything before she got into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and now can just rely on. The brand that she built through fighting and can set herself up for the rest of her life without having to do that, I think it's great.
2: Well, that's yeah. what you. I watched an interview with you and Nathan from MMA Futures, yeah. and that's what you were talking about with, with Glory, yeah. KCI Storage, yeah. Apex, all of your rentals even. Absolutely. Everything. And yeah. You talked about how that's what you and James Krause, who is Glory Lee Summit, if I'm correct. Yeah. Uh, that's what you guys try to instill in your students too.
1: For sure. I mean, you can only fight for so long, right? That's true. Yeah. And there's, And there's two ways. Even fighting, there's two ways to look at it. There's I want to be a world champ or I want to make a career out of this and make money. Mm-hmm. And there's it's two very different things, Two very different, two things, very right? different. Yeah. yeah. Because one is all in. Like, no matter what, I just want to be a world champ and, like, everything goes away. That is what away. you're doing. That's what you're doing, you know. And, and there's nothing – I mean, it, it's great, obviously, right? And if you get there – You've you, it, it was all worth it, yeah. right? Yeah. And then the other side is like, if you come up short, but you didn't play your cards right during the journey, mm. you're gonna have nothing to show for it. That's true. Literally nothing to show for it.
0: That's
1: true. Or right, and but and then there's like, I want to fight only for money, and then you're not really taking things serious. And I don't really like like that route either, you know, because like mm, I yeah. said, take stupid fights or whatever, and then they just want to do a little bit for money, but they're not, you know, whatever. But or you can really be able to – and I don't say, like, not that we don't have desires. I mean, like, obviously, I would love to be a world champion, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I, for me, it was, like, I had to deal with, like, injuries and stuff like that. I've put a lot of wear and tear on my body before I even got into the sport, you know, yeah. from football and wrestling and everything, you know. So, you know, it just kind of sucked it. I mean, I got to some point where I'm, like, I'm yet ranked guys. And I've had injuries happen and stuff or whatever. But uh, so it's not like that drive of being a world champion's never been there because 100% has been there. It's just – a really hard journey to get to that point you know it's i think on any given night i can beat any world champion in my division 100 percent believe that i can do that yeah the getting to that fight is really difficult and that's the that's the really hard, that's the 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 grind honestly just getting yeah. to that point to get the opportunity uh I've, I've trained with multiple world champions and stuff. Like I know I can compete with anybody in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's getting the opportunity to get to that fight is is yeah. hard because you're dealing with political stuff. You're dealing with you know the business of branding, you know, you gotta win multiple fights in a row and and you know the right people have to lose. Like it's it's just a it's a lot of stuff. But if you take your your career, right, and you and you get paid and then all of a sudden you you get You can either figure out of like okay i got paid now like i have to live on this till my next fight and stuff or you can take that money do something with it that's going to be working for you and that way and then you have your next so like you have money coming in where you're not just relying on like i don't want to have to fight right if i don't want to fight i don't have to but if i do i get paid then i can take that money like cool okay what am i going to do with this to make me money in the future or not you know so uh that was the thing is like i didn't want to just sit there and be fight paycheck to fight check you know because it's not like you have normal money coming in so i was like well i'm in the gym every day anyways right i love doing stuff and i love teaching so my first you know business venture was like i'm gonna i'm gonna open my own gym right so i opened the gym man. yep and yeah. then you know we started in a little dungeon and then we grew it and then another building and then all of a sudden then now moved to another location that's twice the size as, as the other one and i've already almost grown out of this place too so uh but I've got that that's continually going in and, and stuff. And then, yeah, so I bought a uh, storage complex and had that going, which I just, you know, I wasn't planning to flip it. But, you know, with the way COVID stuff happened and uh, real, you know, real estate prices and stuff, like I ended up getting a an offer I really couldn't refuse. I ended up selling it and just flipped it for a, a, a good profit and stuff. And then take that and then try to just, you know, make sure like debt's paid off and, and make sure that my my money's working for me and not just, like, fighting and getting a chunk of money and, like, trying to survive until the next fight and yeah, stuff. So yeah. I've just always wanted to be able to to be smart with every bit of money I get because yeah, uh I think I learned a little earlier. Like, I had, you know, a, a good start with the amateur, the pro, I went on a 10-0 pro run, and then I got signed with Strikeforce, and I had this, like, really good – Six figure contract deal and all this stuff, and then think I like, hey, I made it, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I'm at the the crossroads where I'm like, okay, I'm in school. I'm I was getting ready to actually try to like apply for a uh, a doctorate program for like physical therapy and stuff. So I'm like, I'm saying, okay, do I go this route or now that fightings getting really serious, like do this? I think I made it, and then I do them a favor. I step up and take a fight on short notice main event. I take my first loss against Tim Kennedy. And then I don't hear anything from the company for six months, and all of a sudden I get a, a letter in the mail, like, cutting me. So then I wow. learned these contracts wow. don't mean shit, yeah. right? Really, mm-hmm. it just means that I can't do anything, You're right? That could hurt them, but they could do whatever they want. Like, they've got all yeah. control. So I feel like getting burned early in my career kind of opened my eyes and, and stuff of, again, so now, like, these, these younger guys coming up, you know, I don't want to be, like, the old man, like, ah, oh, I had to, like, learn all this stuff, but – I don't want them to have to go through that.
2: You don't right?
0: want them to struggle. Not at all. Yeah.
1: You know, and, and they—they need to struggle some. Like struggle, struggle makes
0: struggle builds character. 100%, yeah, one hundred percent.
1: like, like there is nothing wrong with with struggling and failing, and, and so I, it it truly makes uh, success worth it. But you don't right? want
2: them to struggle for their entire life. I, but
1: if yeah. there's if there's stuff that I've learned that I can give them to help them and struggle less, or unnecessary struggle right yeah. I I do think I think struggle and failure and stuff is necessary uh, to really be uh, truly a good person and successful in, in business or, or whatever your your career is going to be I think you have to hit some of that because if everything's easy you don't really learn much right yeah. but if there's a lot of unnecessary failures and struggles that I've had to go through and learn from that I can just cut that out and 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 get them you know past it you know so that's that's a lot of stuff that i was trying to do uh with our guys and stuff and kraus is really big on it too and 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 trying to help our fighters and stuff so yeah we you know they need to struggle they need to fail but if there's a lot of stuff that is older struggles that they just if we can just cut all that out for them like i'm gonna do that stuff yeah. so i just want to try to yeah yeah make make it easier but i mean struggles and failures are going to happen all the time no matter what right so if we can try to limit that i'm in
0: that's fair yeah. that's fair yeah um, um
2: how was for... fighting overseas i know you've done it what twice now i was just asking
1: multiple uh yeah i mean i've been dublin. uh dublin belfast croatia Jeez. um i've been to canada been to chile been all over um, yeah supposed to fight in China but almost died what uh, <laughs> uh, yes yeah, so I've been I, I love it you know it's one of those where it's not obviously not a vacation until after but the fact that I've got to go to so many amazing places in the world and to do what you fighting love, fighting got me there which yeah. blows my mind like I still you know I mean even before like uh, I did a military trip where I went and like did some seminars and just meet and greets and stuff uh after right, right when I got in the OC. So like I went to Singapore and Bahrain and uh a place called Diego Garcia that most people don't even know exist. It's yeah, like a I'd little tiny island in the middle of nowhere in the ocean. <laughs> huh. uh, it's basically only a military base is there. Really and stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's uh huh. it's a pretty cool place. But um yeah, so it's just one of those where I've got the it hit me there's one I don't know, like one day you're looking at stuff and like literally looked at my passport and just kinda of looked at my wife and started laughing. I was like, it's insane. Like I like I filled it up and f- like doing this stupid MMA sport, you know, and fighting people is like what got me all over the world. It was it was it's cool, man. It's been special. Uh, being able to to see different cultures and, and meet different people all over the world. And, like, having fan bases all over, it's been, it was pretty special. And I really enjoy it. And then I always tried to make a trip out of it, you know. Like, I'd go get my work done. I would fight. But then I would take a little bit of time after that and travel and see the rest of the world. And, uh, you know, travel and see what they had to have or, or go over, right? So, the first one was, what, Dublin. So, we yeah. were there. Spent a couple of days there. In the, uh, yeah, yeah, really. and Yeah, Fight Night 46. Yeah. And then went over, and I went to Paris and stuff. And I went back to, to Ireland and kind of went over to... Uh, some of the other places like Closamore and, and everything there and then um, when I came back to Belfast I went and then went over to uh, oh wow where did I go some other country
2: <laughs> the fighting's got older right, right? <laughs> yeah some other country <laughs> punches uh, wow, wow.
1: I try not to get hit you know <laughs> just travel a lot um, yeah so I mean one of the places came back and, and everything so it's it's been it's been fun you know and like Croatia I don't know if I ever would have thought about going there you know it was to this day one of my favorite locations I've ever been in my life. Really? It's it, absolutely it's it's beautiful. It's unbelievable. The people are super friendly. I would have, uh, yeah, I would have never thought about. Like, hey, I want to go on vacation. Like I'm gonna go to Croatia. Like I had no idea what it was. I you know didn't know where it was or anything. And uh, it was a a massive surprise. Like highly recommend to anybody to visit there because it was this it was unbelievable. I mean, okay. So, so yeah, it, it's just cool like being able to go and see. Other, uh, other cultures and stuff, and again, like this dumb sports, what took me there. So
2: that's fair. But, yeah. Um, I say one last question. No, no, you're good. What is the future hold for Zach coming?
1: Ooh. Ooh, future Ooh. hold. Well, um, so I had a really big injury about what, like ten months ago. Was it
2: your disc? Yeah. And you talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Ass. So I yeah, so
1: I heard uh, so I had a, a bad back injury and stuff where I had basically a disc like so completely blow out, and it was blocking my spinal cord and everything like i was bedridden for probably two three months Oh my! Jeez. so two months before surgery and about a month after surgery mm-hmm. so yeah it i mean couldn't be, i was in pain like bad bad pain it was one of those where you know i i didn't know if that was gonna be like my new normal and my mm-hmm. like, quality of life was That's scary next to nothing yeah. I, yeah it's very scary you know um Everybody's like, oh, like everybody kept asking me about fighting. I was like, dude, at this point, like I've done some really cool stuff with fighting. I don't even care if I ever fight again. You know, I want to be able to hold my daughter again. Right? I was, mm-hmm. it, like, it was, it was dark times. So like, it was yeah. bad. Uh, you know, and then you've got a three-year-old that doesn't understand why like her dad can't pick her up. You know, I mean, I was could not move out of bed for for two months. I saw the surgeon. He got me in surgery like the next week, and then I had to stay in bed for about another month before I could really start doing stuff. So I mean, I would. Try to bring myself into the gym, talk my way through coaching, and then go back and lay back in bed. Like I've tried to get out of bed, but it was it was terrible. Uh, like it. yeah. So I've had the recovery and stuff, and and just kind of recently, I've really been able to start training hard and hard and hard again, or harder, I guess. Uh, we're still getting there, but uh, I didn't know if I'd ever want to fight or fight again or whatever. But I think at the point now where it's like I've got one the mindset of. I can't let that in me. Like I'm, I've always said, I'm gonna go out on my own terms. You
0: gotta come back. Yeah. yeah
1: I'm always. I'm. I'm gonna go out on my own terms. Like n- no one else is gonna tell me when I'm done. Like you know, and stuff. Obviously, my body can tell me, and injuries happen. But this is something that I think I can overcome. So uh, right now, all my focus is on get back to training, get back, uh, back to close to fight weight, and then try to take something early summer. Okay. So okay. I mean, obviously, I'm. I've got. I've got the my future set up, right? So I've got my future set up with, with the gym, with promotions, with you know other uh real estate stuff or you know, whatever it is, and I've I've got that stuff set up, but I'm not quite done fighting yet. I don't know how many I don't know what that looks like. I'm gonna have to at least do one more, see how I feel, see how that goes.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh I'm not too worried about the fight. It's it's the process. No, it's oh, it's yeah. the it's the fight camp, it's the the day in, day out, you know. Watching beating the shit out of your body. I uh, just I mean just yeah, just the impact and it's beating your body down over and over and over again. It's 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 hard. Like it's it's rough, right? And people that's the thing people don't really see, you know, they just see the fight and you know, they see you get make a, a chunk of money right here and then, you know, that that's all it is. They don't see the all the the months of and years and decades. Of, for you, for uh, you decades right? Yeah. Of for uh century, of just before. grinding, you know, and just putting the hard work so uh, I gotta make some, I gotta be trained smarter. You know, I, obviously the older I get and, and, you know, the way my body is, I gotta be a little bit smarter about stuff and just make sure recovery is huge and, and everything. But, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna continue to train the way I'm, I've done lately. And I feel like it's the, the right, you know, equation, I guess. I'm just trying to like figure out how I gotta train hard, but I gotta make sure I recover and stuff. And, and it's, I feel good so far, so. I'm going to do that. I'm going to try to get a fight, like I said, early, early summer if I can. And then I'll get through that one and I'll see how it goes. Right, I got two fights left in my contract, if I remember right. Um, yeah, so we'll see. So I'm for sure going to fight again. So that's that's, awesome. that's uh, something I, I feel like I have to do or I'm going to want to try to do as long as everything works out. Yeah. The As of now, I feel like it's definitely a, a real thing that I could do. Um, I want my gym to completely continue to grow and my fighters to grow and you know make that transition to coach and which I mean I've been coaching for, for years already. But, but, full you know, but yeah, full coach. time. Yeah. yeah. I feel like whenever I'm done with myself training and I could focus on the gym and those guys more like uh just nothing but but more things gonna benefit. You know, it's just gonna it's just gonna be a little bit easier and stuff and they get my full attention and stuff. You know, I don't I don't leave for fight camps and stuff. I just I'm I'm excited to get to that point too. And then yeah, I mean building building the fight promotion so these guys can can fight and, and and build a brand for themselves and and stuff there and then just continue to you know get more real estate, get more you know everything there and build up my future and, and stuff that way I can go off the sunset, and <laughs> die a happy man. Right? Any no, no. final words? no, uh, nah, man. I'm happy you guys you know took your time out to come and yes, and uh, and chat with me and stuff and. Wow. And everything. Uh yeah, we've got I don't know, a lot of fun stuff coming up. Right? Yes. More shows with, with Apex and, and
2: come to those if you are around Kansas City or anywhere. If you're a human being, come to Apex. That's come true, watch yeah. people fight. That's
1: yeah, absolutely. Or if you can come see game. it, watch yeah, see watching on MMA futures and stuff. So uh yeah, just I don't I don't have much. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's happy you guys came. We well, yeah, gotta do this again for sure.
0: Yeah. Of course. Thank you for nah. taking time out of your day to talk to us. We nah. appreciate it. But this is Tom Wiley, uh, signing off. I'm Griffin Rogers. And this is Zach Cummings. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's Zach that
1: too. Me too. <laughs> All
0: right. Thank you.